0: Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Guess and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site, imaginegolf.com, to see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf e-books and videos, or to book a lesson with me at our state-of-the-art studio right here outside of Philadelphia or virtually through our partner, golfliveapp.com, 24-7. And you can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out once a week, every week, by simply dropping us your email so I picked the topic today that um I don't normally talk a lot about on the podcast um, we just surpassed a uh, hundred thousand downloads and I think I've only done one or two podcasts uh, on training aids but um I have the um esteem, and an esteemed guest here one of the best training aids um, that I've ever used in my lifetime and I don't say that lightly and I got to tell you I hardly ever say that so um I have Mario Mario I'm gonna butcher your name but Carrie oni is that correct Carrie oni Cariani. Cariani. So I apologize about that. I, I should say, <laughs> no Mario, problem, you would think I'd have that d- down by now after knowing you for some time. But Mario is the uh, the president and founder of Perfect Hands Golf, um, one of the leading training aides that's really burst on the scene. Um, what, Mario, probably in the last, what, uh, 13 months, 16 months? Yeah, we launched in November last year and kind of got a lot more
1: exposure and uh, met you right before the PGA show. But after the PGA show and we met you, uh, that's when it really started to take off, when it truly got started getting eyes on it
0: live. Yeah. Um, And uh, one of the reasons I kind of trash uh, uh, training aids for the most part is because they don't work. Right. They, They just don't work. I mean, they may work and some of them may work while you're using them, but they don't have any long lasting benefits. And there's the rub. Right. And when I met uh, Perfect Hands Golf, man, I was down at the PGA show, as Mario said. And uh, every year I go, for, I've been going for 20 years now, and there's always this area of training aids. And that area has grown from, you know, a couple booths to, and Mario, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, if not the thousands of them, there's definitely hundreds and hundreds of them every year, row after row of training aids. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I was
1: actually a little bit... um overwhelmed it was my first time ever being in that environment of uh within the golf industry and uh yeah you're right there were I mean there was a a a number of training aids uh for all sorts of things you never even thought of that you would need a training aid for and uh but yeah no you're right
0: (laughs) there's a device for everything right a device to fix everything so uh So anyway, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) So I I always go into that part of the show with a skeptic, a healthy skepticism, let's say. And, um, and I literally stumbled upon perfect hands golf. And I, I think it was one of the, uh, one of your partners, I, I don't remember his exact name, but he was out there and I had one of my assistants with me and we, uh, we suited up, belted up and we'll talk about exactly what the device is in a second here, but, uh, threw it on and immediately uh, that skepticism changed a little bit, waned a little bit. And, uh, I started swinging and I'm like, Hmm, this is interesting. And then I started to perk up and started to listen a little bit. And, uh, before you know it, um, I got a, you know, a five minute education and, uh, I really became interested. And then I actually reached out to, uh, to your company and then that's how you and I became friends. So, um, without further ado, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and then we'll get into, uh, to perfect hands.
1: Yeah, absolutely um well my background really started Um uh, we got four older brothers uh first generation greek so soccer or football as my father would call it uh was really the only sport we were ever allowed to play so um not until later on in my life i finally convinced my dad to let me play american football which i absolutely loved um and went to kansas City university uh was on the team for a year had some injuries that prevented me from being on the team there Um, But the track team um, welcomed me as a pole vaulter and an alternate on the four by four hundred team. So I've been in athletics my entire life um, from a very young age, even till recently now with golf regularly. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I I never was at a golf background whatsoever. I actually didn't pick up golf at all until my late 20s. And it was mainly because of work opportunities, being in front of clients, uh, being part of a scramble team. And um, I found out really quickly that you there are certain sports, mainly golf, that you just can't step up there and naturally have it. Some have that ability, but for me, absolutely not. Golf is a different world because it truly is a game of millimeters. Um, I had the world's worst, absolute worst slice on the planet. Um, i'd I'd put it right up there with the 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 classic Caddyshack slice where right. I would truly truly be aiming ninety degrees to the left to get the ball to come back around and land in the fairway. Um, I mastered it. The problem was is on a great day, on a great drive, the furthest it was going was maybe one hundred and forty yards, and I just was never one competitive, which really bothered me. Got really good at chipping and putting to even stand a chance. But from a business standpoint, I wasn't being invited anymore to scrambles and to events because I just, I wasn't fun to play golf with. I'm a fun character, but from a golf standpoint and competitive, um, no one wants me, no one wanted me on their team. So I, I did what anybody would do. I said, Oh my God, this is, this is a, a very important sport for, for business purposes. So I got to learn how to play it. So I went and bought all the training aids that are out there and, To some credit, some of them did what they said they would do and others simply did not. not going to throw names out because that's not what this is about. (laughs) Um, But the problem that I had with the ones that did work, they didn't communicate with each other. And what I mean by that is I would use one training aid and I would get that fixed and everything was great for that problem. Then I would go to a different training aid and everything for that problem got fixed but then I lost everything I originally worked on on the the previous training eight. So there was nothing that I could, that I was using that was making my mind and body work together through all the components of the golf swing. So then I kind of bit the bullet and I went to, got some private lessons uh, through the golf tech, um, through the golf tech uh, group. And to their credit, they were fantastic. And they actually were the first uh, uh, people to actually show me what I was doing wrong. And I was doing the double whammy of a bad slice. I was coming over the top and leaving club face wide open. So naturally, as an athlete, I'm like, all right, now I know what I'm doing wrong. So I got this this this. now. And what I found very quickly is if I did like a 50% backswing, I could control it, and I was I was straight, no problem. But the moment I tried to really extend in my backswing, get a lot of rotation, and come through with any form of power, nope, it just nothing was in sync. It doesn't matter what I was thinking about. And then I found I just found myself thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And the next thing I know, I didn't even remember what I was supposed to be fixing. So I just said, you know what, I need to build something that is going to Put my hands in the perfect position in the impact zone I and mean, throughout the ball, and that's kind of where I came up with the the name Perfect Hands Golf because at point of address you're connected with some some pretty significant tension to make sure that you're being pulled to that same exact spot every single time, and then I came up with the idea in uh, twenty uh, in March of 2016 and. I'm very, very happy to say that as of just a few weeks ago, we have officially been issued our full patent. So congratulations. Thank it was definitely a ride and thank you. And what that does is it justifies what we've been saying all along that there truly is nothing on the planet like this that exists. And that confirmed it um by having by being granted the patent.
0: Yeah. So look, man. You, let's unpack. A, you said a lot there, man. So yep. I, I think uh, the the part about the slice can't be uh, understated, right? I mean, you're, you're hitting the ball 250 yards, right? On uh, it's just not going 250 yards straight, right? It's going 50 yeah. yards, 50 yards to the left. It's hooking back, you know. And uh, you're you ended up with that 140. And to your point, you could have played golf the rest of your life like that, right? And and I've we've all played with that guy, right? That you know, lines up perpendicular almost to the target and is able to drop the ball, you know, in, uh, in the center of the fairway sometimes. And while it's no way to play the game, um, it, you know, you could have decided, Hey, you know what? This is just me. The other thing yep. I think is, is interesting is that all good athletes and all type a personalities have a moment where they're like, Hey, I got this. And yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, it, we have probably a hundred division one athletes out of our students and I, there's always that moment in time where I can, even if they don't verbalize it, I can see it in their face. And if they do verbalize it, I just look at them. I go, no, just give it a few minutes. right it's, you know, <laughs> to, to your point, it, golf is not about repetition like a many, many sports. I mean, repetitions help, but for sure. But uh, if you're not doing it correctly, uh, it doesn't matter. You can still take 10,000 swings and be god-awful versus if I shoot 10,000 free throws, I'm going to be a pretty good free throw shooter as an example. Um, and I think the last thing you touched on is really important. and can't be overstated is that, look, your swing could be God awful in the backswing. It can look horrible. Um, but if your hands are in the right spot, right before impact and right and through impact and right after impact, we always say six inches before impact and six inches after impact, you're going to have a good shot. Right. Yep. And that's exactly what this device goes after. If you want this aid goes after it's just doing just that, putting those hands in the perfect position um, regardless of what the swing looks like or feels like. Um, I think um, let's talk to you a little bit about what it is because we're not on video here. Uh, it's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so why, don't we, why don't we talk to him a little bit about what it is and you're way better at doing that than I am. Yeah, no
1: problem. So, for those of listening, if you have the ability to go to a computer simultaneously, it'll help with the visual aid as well. Uh, but if you go to with an S, golf, perfecthandsgolf.com, and you can kind of go to our How It Works page, and we have a bunch of videos that explain a lot of different factors that we're going to talk about now. Uh, but simply put, it's a belt that you wrap around your waist. Um, on the back side of the belt, there are multiple connection rings. Um, that you would attach our acceleration bands or a resistance band um, to one of the latches that's based on the the latch specific to your arm's length with the length of the band. And the other end of that acceleration band would funnel out from underneath the belt to your lead side and connecting to your lead hand in your shot. So if you're a right-handed golfer, you would wear your glove on your left hand, left-handed golfer, glove on the right hand. On the glove itself, there's three different connection points. There's one that's below the index finger. There's one that's below the middle finger. And then there's one that's below the pinky finger. The ring on the index finger is uh, for those like myself that have an issue with a slice or coming over the top. Um, by, uh, by connecting to that point, it it naturally and safely puts your body and your hands in the proper position. It trains you to not let your hands come over the top. It helps you to get your your wrist engaged more um, so you're not coming in with club face wide open. And it's all based on your natural range of motion and your natural swing. It's just going to get you in the correct position without you needing to think about it. Right. The opposite is the pinky finger, which is for individuals that have an issue with very fast hands coming in shallow snap hooking, etc. Uh, by connecting to that ring, it allows you to not come in so shallow because if you, if, if that's your natural path in your, in your backswing, the band will actually come across. It'll, it'll lay across your, your torso and that doesn't naturally your mind's like well that didn't feel right so you without even realize thinking about it your hands start getting a little bit more width before they rotate um allowing you to get that full extension um and then for that that's what the shallow the, the correct is- issues with sh- people that come in shallow uh simultaneously that typically lends uh, leads to snap hooking because you might have fast hands by connecting to that pinky finger in uh, pinky ring uh, latch in the at the top of the backswing, there is so much tension from the band that you're connected to that when you swing with it because you're not the, the idea is just to swing naturally and don't resist swing with the band not against it. But when you swing with it, that tension is pulling your hand down so fast that it actually delays your hand from rotating over too soon. And again, regardless if you're on the pinky or the mid, uh, the index finger or the middle finger uh, latch, you're being pulled to the exact same spot every single time because that's where the tension originates from point of address. So the pinky finger and the index finger, those are designed as over-corrections and i can't state that enough because if you're someone who has a slice problem like me and you start off on that index finger your ball flight that would go heavily from left to right if you're left if you're right-handed or right to left if you're left-handed but that slice path is going to come back neutral pretty fast um, within a few within a, a few weeks just using it minimally once a day for less than 5 minutes that that path is going to be corrected and you're going to be hitting more neutral shots but once you pass that neutral shot that neutral path you need to set your sign that you're fixed so you would need to switch from the pinky the 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 index finger to the middle finger and then opposite for the pinky it'll go the other way if you have a hook problem but then you would switch from the pinky to the middle finger then your the the accuracy and control issues are corrected. From that point on, the middle finger, the middle ring finger, is designed for individuals that don't have control issues, and they might have like a baby fade or baby draw, and they want to keep it. Well, by connecting to that middle ring, you're reinforcing your already on plane swing, so you don't go, so you don't create bad habits. If, I, for example, if I stayed connected to that um, that Latch over the index finger to correct the slice. If once it passed neutral, if I didn't, if I don't switch to the middle ring, my pat, my my shot's going to start going the other way. It's going to start. It's going to become a hook because your it's a, they're over exaggerations and over corrections to to expedite that correction process to get you to neutral, which is the middle ring.
0: Yeah, I okay? I, think, I think what's great about it too, man, is that when you said you're not really changing your swing per se right it's what's nice about it is is when we use it in instruction we don't have to give the student a lot of, of thoughts in their mind they just have to swing it right and they immediately yep. feel a difference and you know we've done almost 50,000 lessons now as a company and i assure you that if you can feel the difference you can replicate it right and yep. I know, I know immediately two things that stood out to me when I put on the uh, perfect hands. First was the glove. We haven't talked about the glove, the inside of it, but the there's a strap that goes over top of the palm, right? And I thought that immediately stood out to me, and that's part of what pulls the hand. If that's, if, if, I think that's correct, right? That's part of what makes the hand come down properly. Is that correct, Mario?
1: Yeah. So the reason, the reason why that band is on the inside is originally I didn't have it, and. I was having the connection points connected to the glove, right. and what I found was when I initiated that backswing, there was just so much tension the rings were ripping right off, right out of the glove. Right. right. So right. the the rings now are that that band that goes on the inside is actually is on the it, it starts on the outside of the glove. The rings are connected to that band, and that band funnels through uh, an, a little slot. Uh, between the webbing of between your index finger and thumb into the glove all the way and connects to the the backside where the pinky is and that way that when you're doing your takeaway the bands and that resistance is coming on your palm guiding you through the shot and it actually it, 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 it 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 enhanced the whole product because that palm where you're being pulled from is the absolute closest position to the club that you could be holding, so your hands are truly guiding the shot. Um, unlike some other devices where you might clip the band, a resistance band to the club, like the the shaft of the club. Well, you're not really by doing that. I'm not going to say anything bad about the products, but it doesn't truly allow your mind and body to work consecutively throughout the golf shot as if you were holding just your club because you're it's being you're being guided from a shaft point as opposed to your hands, which is where the issues that I had with some of those training.
0: Yeah. yeah. The well, other thing that stood out to me was the belt. Um you uh you encourage people to suck in their waist and that's a problem for me <laughs> at fifty eight years old. Um, but it, and then it wraps around you and you immediately feel like you're in better posture, right? You immediately, yep. once you start swinging it, you feel your core kind of heat up a little bit, loosen up a little bit. Um, at 58, I am the standard, you know, 58 year old, I got knee issues from a, a career in sports. I got a hip issue cause I'm getting older. I'm a little bit overweight and I got a little bit of arthritis in my back. Right. So uh, immediately I felt better with the band on And, uh, I gotta be honest, I've taken the resistance band off a little bit and just practiced a little bit with just the the belt on. That's how cool it feels. Um, yeah, was that, was that by design or was that just like an ancillary benefit of the product?
1: So a little bit about my background, I've had 13 major surgeries. I've had two back surgeries. My current one is an L3 S1 fusion right at that lower back. I have a C5 C7 fusion in my neck, which was about a year and a half ago, uh, last december so less than a year ago i have a whole brand new left hip uh both knees operated on etc 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 right rotator cuffs i mean very very large surgery so for me being in positions was always the difficult part um especially with my lower back and posture Um, by the time i'd get to the 13th 14th um hole on a course on the when I initiated downswing, I would stand up because I just couldn't maintain that posture. So, the width of the belt was designed intentionally because it basically allows you to maintain that posture um, and allows you to really engage your core to help strengthen your core muscles. Also, which you tinted on, is that you felt the heat in your in your around your core. So that is contributed by the entire inside of the belt that goes around your waist is we lined it with synthetic rubber, a little synthetic rubber balls, hundreds of them on the belt. And the reason why is science will tell you that with every single motion you make your body, even if you're just pointing your fingers to the sky, one after another, your body generates kinetic energy. And the only way that kinetic energy can exit the body is in the form of heat. So what that synthetic rubber does is while you're training in just five, 10 swings, or just by putting the belt on and walking around, that kinetic energy, as that heat exits the body, that synthetic rubber is trapping that heat around your core, allowing your muscles to naturally be loose. Uh, so they're able to fire more effectively, which allows you to get more range of motion, maintain better posture, and then more importantly, transfer that energy from your core to your glutes, to your hamstrings, to your feet, which is where you're going to generate power. And if your core is not effectively engaged, you're you're never going to generate the amount of power that you're truly capable of. And this allows you to have the ability and the opportunity to bring out your best posture and the, the, the best rotation that you can possibly get in a golf swing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mario, Mario, we're talking, talking about the obvious, right? The slicers, the people that have all kinds of impact issues and, you know, pushing the ball left or right. This device though is really for, and by the way, that's about 80% of all golfers out there, especially 80% of the people listening to this podcast. Um, (laughs) but, uh, it really is for everyone. I mean, I've used it, um, with some of my scratch golfers, as you know, I work with some professionals as well. I've used it with those guys. I've seen it work at universities, if you would. Um, and you've had a lot of success especially recently um why don't you talk about some success stories and where the products actually been adopted if you would
1: yeah so i mean you hit you hit it right on the head uh daniel um i wanted a product that was going to be universal for everybody but in regardless of their swing uh regardless of their physical capabilities because i can empathize and relate with a number of golfers, whether beginners from just having a terrible swing or even seniors that have some ailments. So I wanted a product that was going to be beneficial for everybody. Ironically, when I first started, I was real hesitant to put it in front of professionals and coaches because I didn't have a back a golf background. Um, I had to become a student of the game of golf um, the hard way um but really allowed me to dissect the swing um to where now I can watch somebody swing and just by watching them take two three swings I can tell them immediately what they're what what's wrong with their swing um but with professionals I finally bit the bullet and I was like look I got something here but I'm never going to know if I really have something unless I get some valuable feedback and what we found is that those that don't have issues like significant issues with their swing right now. And they're pretty neutral swing path. They're adding more distance to their shots than a beginner is because they already understand the components of the golf swing. And like yourself, even when we, we, we did it with you for the first time at your facilities there in Pennsylvania, I mean, we, we had you swing five swings, unhook, take a swing so you could get the feeling which is very important because that's the one thing coaches have struggled the most with is explaining a feeling. When you put this on, they feel what they should be and they can understand it better. But we haven't take those five swings, unhook, take that swing to feel it. Then we say, okay, now you know what to expect. Let's take five more challenge yourself on each swing, come back a little further, swing a little harder and unhook. And we're going to hit some balls because and with you correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, after we did that, you took your first swing. You laid, you didn't really k- go at it the first swing because you, you were trying to get the connectivity component a little bit. Um, but then on the second one, you really went at it. You humored me, you humbled me. And I said, cause I was at, I'll say like, look, just humor me, just swing the way you were just training and let's see what happens. And you did, you, you gave me a fair shot. And when you hit it, I believe your, your ball flight uh, your, your carry distance went, uh, was it 11 or 12 yards further yeah. than your, your yeah. best warm-up one that you gave us?
0: Yeah. Not really harder either. I, again, I had that same level of skepticism. That's kind of inbred in me. Um, yeah. but, um, and if you remember my assistant pro Josh was there, um, he's a young yeah. guy and he was flabbergasted for lack of a better word, man. He was bombing the ball and, um, same thing, not swinging any harder, seemingly not swinging any different and there's the to me that's the the, in essence that's the beauty about the perfect hands golf is that it's making a change it's a biomechanical change that can be permanent if done correctly right and without having to put thousands and thousands of hours and reps in and all that stuff it it just it isn't designed like that it's a it's a way to shortcut it 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 goes at if you would the way we teach it imagine you know it goes at two different ways it goes out the challenge two different ways, right? It changes how you biomechanically swing and it imparts a feeling neurologically in the person's brain, whether or not they realize it or not, what it's supposed to feel like. And all they got to do is pick up on one or one of those and they're in a better spot. So um why don't you talk about some of the success as well. I mean we you and I both went down to Kaiser University, you invited us down there. We accompanied we uh, accompanied down there and that was phenomenal. But You've been traveling the country, man. Every time I talk to you, you're in a different city across the country, man. Talked about some of those successes.
1: I mean, yeah, so currently, I mean, we we because of the overwhelming uh responses that we've gotten not only from pros but from the juniors, uh, the young children, I mean, we have I mean kids all the way from, I mean from 6 years old to um seniors that are 86, 87 years old that are using this and it's it, it's a unanimous result across the board that regardless of your level of play, when a short amount of time, just by using it once a day for less than five minutes, you're not only going to correct any swing issues you have, but you're also going to increase your ball speed by a minimum of eight to 10 mile an hour per club in your bag. And that's the other benefit. It's not, this isn't just for driver. It's for every club in your bag, except putter um because we don't want to accelerate your putter um (laughs) but the idea is just don't think just swing. that's our new motto don't think just swing let your body work with the product instead of against it and the successes are just jumping off the charts um specifically i got really interested in the world long drive because the world long drive competitions are directly what my claim is and my claim is is that you will hit straighter shots and further shots and with world long drive for those that are not familiar with it they can hit the ball as far i mean they hit the ball further than anybody on the planet but if they don't if their ball doesn't not only land in the grid but stop rolling within that grid which is typically anywhere from 40 to 50 yards wide Right. If it doesn't land in that grid, that shot doesn't get counted. It's a zero. Yeah. So for was- them, they're always looking for more speed. But what they found, what a lot of them find, is that the more speed they get, the less control they have. Right. So here in I'm, I'm we're based in the Kansas City area. There's a local kid here. Um, last year, he was an up and comer. His name is Matthew Foreman. Um, when he started with, working with us in March of this year. Um, he just spent, he was just getting ready to start his second, um, season, the second season on the world long drive tour. Um, he didn't compete in as many events this year as he wanted to, because Matt, congratulations, he's getting married next Friday nice. and, he, and that was already, that date was already set. So he, um, um, he didn't want to get divorced before he got married by his wife. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is the world long drive championships are this upcoming, this following week into the weekend. And so he knew he wasn't going to be able to compete. So he didn't, uh, in that event, because of the wedding. So he uh, didn't do any of the regional qualifiers. So he went to just some of the the invitationals this year. But when he started with us, again, now I think about, it's about seven months ago now. um, His ball speed, which is nothing to bet at uh, for his driver, was about 178, between 178 and 185. Um, He was floating around there, which again, for the average golfer, that's wonderful. I mean, no one's going to complain about that, but he had a lot of control issues. Um, So I was introduced to him through a gentleman, uh, through Edwin Watts. He teaches a lot of long drivers here in the Kansas City area. And he said, I got this guy that, I mean, the kid is, he has something special and We just need to get him straighter and get him faster. And I I think your product will help him. So Matt started using perfect hands minimal at first, just once a day. And within a month, his ball speed went from that 178-185 average up to 205. But not only not only that much faster, but his greens and regulations increased significantly as well as well i don't have the exact numbers but now he he's gotten so accurate with not just driver but all of his other clubs he's competing on the amateur tours now um he because of his play he was in there's that they do a the state of kansas and arkansas do a mini Ryder cup right and they asked him to be a part of that Ryder cup team very cool and he he uh, he performed very well. I believe he won his competition uh, five and four. Which for those that know the heads up uh, skins five four is a it's kind of a, a butt whooping. <laughs> but he's now floating. Uh, his ball speed now is floating between. It, it, I say floating. He would say cruising. Uh, the correct terminology in world long drive is cruising. But he's cruising uh, right around two fifteen on his ball speed. That's crazy and. And he's, he's not even on the 40-pound band yet. And for the, your viewers that don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, I was just going to say, Let me, can I interrupt yeah. you real quick? I was oh, just go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No worries, man. I was just going to tell you, man, a little success story for me. I finally took a few swings with um, the 30-pound band. If you remember, I started on the 10. I moved up to yep. the 20, and I was practicing on the 20. And it started to started give me a little bit of twinge in my bad back. you know. So I, I'm probably just going at it a little bit too hard, too fast. Um, then the 20 became my standard. And uh, just the other day, I was up on the 30-pound band. And, man, what a difference. But tell them about the bands.
1: Okay. So when I first created it, I was just thinking for myself um, because that's I had the problem. And I was like, "A ah, 20-pound resistance band would be great. And what I found for me personally is that the I plateaued very quickly. Yes, it was keeping me on plane. It was fixing my shop. But I wasn't getting anything else. I, I, I got faster, but then I, I plateaued. And I was like, well, this is a problem. What I also found is that for smaller children and seniors, the 20 pound band was just too much. And I they, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. So I didn't want anybody to get hurt or be too much, but I also didn't want people to plateau too soon. So right. I just thought, you know what, let, let's think about this as going to the gym let's let's start with a 10 pound band which i haven't had any issues or complaints about the resistance being too much for even juniors or seniors but start with 10 pounds let's do a daily workout that's based on repetition you know training that mind and body to, to to execute the same action and swing over and over letting that muscle memory get developed at enhanced level and much faster and then let's hit a goal that they're needing to get from a repetition standpoint to where it's safe to go to the next band. So that's where the concept came into play. And we add each system comes with a 10, 20, 30, and 40-pound band. Um, and the idea is very simple. You All you have to do is just get as much width and rotation in your backswing as you safely and comfortably can based on your current physical condition. And on your follow-through, you swing as hard as you can um, safely based on your capabilities. And at you, and then you hold your finishing position for a quarter second, half second, whatever you need to maintain balance. Right. Um, well, and then from that finishing position, you don't readdress. You don't start over. You just take it back from the top all the way back through the impact zone into another swing, kind of like a pendulum, back and forth. And each time you're just trying to get back as far as you can swing as hard as you can. But the goal is how many can you do in a row without being fatigued or off balance? And the reason why is if you're doing 20, if you get to 20, 25 swings and then you get to 30 and you're not getting all the way at the top of your backswing, well, you're not, you're actually harming yourself because you're not allowing your body to, to train effectively and efficiently. So the goal is day one, when you get your unit, if you have the ability to track all your statistics before you ever use it, get your baseline. So you have a, a, a documented record of your current ball speed, club head speed, flight distances, uh, uh, entry path, exit path, um, snatch factor, whatever your data, whatever data you can grab, get as much as you can. If you have the technology, we'd love it. We encourage you to use it because we want you to be able to verify what you're feeling yeah. with technology. Yeah, that's a good and, point. Yep. yep. And so from that point on, so you get your baselines. Then you start day one. Day one is your baseline with PHG. So let's just say if you're and you have to be honest with yourself, you're not hitting balls while you're connected to this training. Um, you can, but we don't recommend it because the moment you unhook, your impact zone shifts more, more forward in your stance, which is a good thing. It means you're having proper weight shifting. And if you are hitting balls connected and then you unhook and can, and then swing, you're going to be coming through at a much faster rate that you're going to block. You're going to block your shot every single time if you don't make that adjustment. So we recommend just don't hit balls and then just see how many you can get in a row without being fatigued or off balance. So let's say day one, Being honest with yourself, you got to, with the 10 pound band, because everyone should start with the 10 pound band, but say you got to 20 swings. All right, so 20 swings is now your baseline for all the other bands. So the goal is to get to 50 swings, five zero. And every single time I say that, people are like, dude, that's a lot of swings. And I go, yes, it it is. It is a lot of swings, but there's a reason behind it. The first reason is in the round of golf, In in one round of golf, the average golfer will execute between 35 and 45 fully powerful engaging swings based on what their skill level is. If you take in the par threes, par par fours, and par fives, there's about anywhere from 35 to 45 fully executed swings for the average golfer. The goal is to get to, if you can condition your mind and body to be able to execute 50 Swings without being fatigued or off balance. You know that on that 18th approach shot, you're not tired. You've conditioned your body to be able to really go at it throughout the whole round of golf without fear or having to take a little off to sacrifice distance for accuracy. So that's that was the main component and the main reasoning behind the 50. the The second reasoning is how to get to 50. It's through think of it like going to the gym. You want to go to the gym and put 50 pounds on the bench and do be 10 reps of 50 pounds and then throw up 350 pounds.
0: Right. You would
1: grab you would build up to that through repetition. So if your baseline is 20, well, now your next goal is to get to 25, then 30, then 35, 40, 45, 50. When you can get to 50, with the 10 pound band, you know that you've conditioned your body in a safe manner. So you're not hurting yourself to, to execute that amount of swings to where now it's safe to change out to the 10, graduate to the 20. You just simply take the 10 pound off that latch, put the 20 on, connect your glove, and then start at your, your previous baseline of 20 swings. So whatever that baseline is, it could be 25, it could be 10, it could be 15, etc. Whatever that baseline is on day one with that 10-pound band, that's your baseline for the 20, 30, and 40-pounder, and that's your starting point for each band. And what you're going to see, even with that 10-pound band, after your first session, if you have the technology, do the session, unhook, take a couple swings, uh, hit a couple balls, because the only thing you have to do and what we apologize for in advance, and I told you, is the first thing we apologize for is you're going to have to change your point of address The ball is going to need to be put a little bit more towards your lead foot. And that's because you're coming through at a much, much more efficient rate that you're coming through faster. Your, Your weight is shifted properly through your swing. So if you don't make that small adjustment towards your front foot, you're going to block it. You're going to hit it early and it's going to block every time. So you should be able to find that new point of address for each club after two, three swings. And then you just go at it. Okay, Uh, so that's the first thing we apologize for. The second thing is because you are gaining every week and every day, every day and every week that you're using this, you're gaining more and more speed, more and more strength, more and more efficiency. You're going to be hitting every single club in your bag, a minimum of 10 to 15 yards of flight further. So you need to make sure that you allocate some time to go recalibrate your clubs. Because the last thing you want to do is hit just an absolute bomb off the tee, and then you're 120 yards out, and that might be your pitching wedge or whatever your club is normally. And you so you get your pitching wedge out, and then you end up flighting the green by 15 yards because yeah. you can cal- recalibrate.
0: Yeah, I so, can personally attest to that, man. Um, I, um, you know, I tell a story to anybody to listen famously, you know, my nine iron used to always go 150, and I really loved it, and I could really. You know, really dial it in, and, and until it didn't, right? And then next thing you know, it's going 145, and then 140, and you know, it's it's demoralizing for sure, right? And and it's, it was due to a lot of things that I already mentioned. You know, getting older, just being one of them, and um, just after I would say not even two weeks of using uh, PXG or PX. Well, I use PXGs <laughs> for clubs, but <laughs> but, but, uh, but PHG. Um, I'm right back to hitting my nine iron 150 plus now. And, uh, I, and again, it doesn't, I know I did change things, but it doesn't feel like it matter. Like I, I, I haven't consciously said, Hey, I'm going to swing wider. I'm going to swing flatter. I'm going to swing more, more to well, one o'clock more to right." I haven't said any of that. I just used the device, man. And, uh, and I'm really thankful for that for sure.
1: Uh, no, and, and I, I thank you that you. I, it took some. It took some convincing for you to give me give me a fair shot. Yep, <laughs> but but that's based on your experience. I mean, you you have over thirty years of coaching. You've done thousands and thousands of lessons. You know what does and doesn't work. And there's so many training aids out there that are just they're gimmicks, and they've did a really good job of marketing and convincing, like convincing people to buy, for lack of a word, a trash product. And it made it very, it makes it very difficult when a, when a quality, when a quality product comes along and we have so much to, to give back to the golf, to the golfers that struggle like, like me that, and and they don't want to try it because they go to their coaches first and they're like, I'll stay away from that. What I'm finding with coaches, you can attest to this is instead of a coach a coach that's really truly in it to better the game. There's other, there are coaches out there that aren't in it for the right reasons, but for those that are truly in it to better the game, they absolutely love this product because they don't have to spend a lot of time teaching the, the, the hard stuff, like to get somebody to really feel like coming over the top club face, open flipping the wrist. Like they tell their students, look, get this get this system we're going to fit you we're going to make sure we you get the right sizes and get your own and then every day you come I'd use this once a day at home and then when you come see me put it on use it as a warm up put it on do 10 15 sweeps just to activate what you've been training at home and now that coach can take a more polished athlete you know a polished student and really truly hone in on the more technical shots the the 30 yards and in shots, the out-of-the-rough shots, the out-of-the-bunker shots, the shots that are truly going to lower a handicap. Yeah. Our yeah. saying is we're gonna get you to and around the green in play. From that point on, you're gonna need a coach.
0: <laughs> yeah. So well, look, we use it two different ways. And imagine we use it um pretty much like you said. We use it. I I call it for homework, right? It it it's tangible. It's, it's, it's something that people can do quickly, right? It's something that they can progress on. So to your point about working out, right? You know, the best part about working out is like three, three, maybe four weeks in where you look in the mirror, and you start to see some results and then all of a sudden you're hooked, right? Um, yep. It's the same thing with PHG, man. It's, it doesn't even take that long, but you start to see some results almost immediately. And it's easy to find five, 10 minutes, you know, and do this almost anywhere, Um, and then the other thing we're going to start doing, and then is in a group setting. And you and I talked a little bit about this. We're going to start having group classes at imagine where we're going to put six, 10, five, six, 10 people in a group, um, and really walk them through, if you would, um, how to use the product and why it can benefit them and show them how to change their game, um, seemingly overnight. So, um, Hey, before I let you go, Mario, we had, um, I know you had some success and a big endorsement, if you would, from a junior tour, the hurricane tour, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, we are very, very um, proud to say that we started a a tentative agreement, a partnership with the Hurricane Junior Golf Tour, uh, the the world's largest tour out there. Um, They have over um, 3,500 young athletes ranging from six, seven years old up to uh, 18 if they're seniors in high school. Um, And... They, we, we, we met with them and they, uh, Rex Grainer, who's the VP of business development there, uh he came and flew to Kansas city and met with us and, you know, tested the product. And within five minutes, he was like, wow. So we did a, a, a temporary one-year agreement to where we could come on site to a lot of their tours um and events and, uh, you know, get in front of, get in front of some of the kids. And what they asked is they wanted to get the feedback from the, the kids that were, that did purchase it and had been training and across the board those the kids that were using PHG were not only not only significantly improved their game but they were winning t- the tournaments that they were competing in on a regular basis men women 9 10 year olds 15 16 year olds you name it um, consistently so what we did, um, Rex is like, look, this is a great product. We need we need all of our kids to have one of these. What can we get done? So we finalized an agreement to where um, every single member, every single uh, athlete member on the Hurricane Junior Golf Tour, when they renew their membership, which has already started. It started on October 4th for the 2024 year. Right. But when they renew their membership, whether they're renewing or they're a new member, their membership comes with a perfect hands unit that we ship directly to their house. So they, they, they are truly about building and growing the game and making it enjoyable for kids and helping them grow, not just as a young age, but giving them avenues through their, uh, their, their, their hub to, uh, golf coaches across the country, golf academies across the country, and they truly understood the significance that this can bring to their members and really give them all the tools that they need to have an opportunity to play college golf and beyond, whatever their ambitions are. So we're very proud and, and honored to announce that we've agreed we right now we're all, we, we did a three-year agreement we we already know we'll extend that further uh just because of the other things that we're working on in the backs on the back end um with perfect hands some other partnerships i have going um i know you will be happy to know daniel that we have finalized um officially the agreement agreement with the golf fitness organization that i've been working with yeah uh, awesome. yeah a parent company is juice labs, but the fitness side of it's called streak. Um, they build a, an online and mobile app that every single person that purchases a perfect hands golf unit will get a free 30 day trial to their fitness programs specific to golf. And they're also creating workout programs specific to using perfect hands at the same time to not just have that Um, back and forth pendulum, which is great, but that's going to turn into everyone's warm up and really give some more options for exercising and really honing in on your capabilities as a golfer. Um, So that we should be officially having that live by the end of the month, if not sooner. Um, So that's just another thing that we're we're proud to announce that that's going to be an additional offering that will come with. Uh the perfect hands units to give people the ability to really focus in on the fitness and conditioning side while using perfect hands.
0: Yeah, Mario, that's sure. awesome, man. Awesome, and um man. I, I know that you guys don't on the podcast don't know Mario, but I can tell you this guy is tireless, man. He works his tail off. He's got a he's got a four-month-old baby at home, and he's still traveling the yep. country. Um, and uh it's it's immediately evident all you got to do is talk to him for five minutes, and you know this guy's a doer, man. And it's one of the things that attracted me to him because we, we both love what we do and we're both pretty good at what we do. So um y- yeah, you have a presence, Mario, and the and the product speaks for itself. Um you're always developing the product. This is uh, version 2.0, I believe. I wouldn't be surprised if version 3.0 comes out, right? I mean just it's
1: it's, it's in the works. We yeah, uh, we're actually we're building technology to have sensors inside the glove and the belts that are going to give visual feedback in real time of how the your path is being corrected. So again, it's all about being able to visually uh, justify what you're feeling.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's well, awesome. It's, it's perfecthandsgolf.com. It's got a great website. I'm a little biased because it has my assistant pro and I on there as well. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, uh, it's on our site as well underneath the shop uh, icon at the top of the uh, toolbar, if you would. Um, Mario's got great social media. He's on all the platforms at Perfect Hands Golf as well. Um. So check them out, Mario. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. We went a little bit longer, but I thought than we normally do. But I thought it was really valuable discussion um, around a topic that not a lot of people talk about. There's not a lot of podcasts about a specific training aid, and especially yep. one that impacts someone uh, as much as this does. So again, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day uh, to be on our podcast.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. And before you let me go, uh, for the viewers, if any of you guys have any more questions or concerns, or you just wanted some clarification on something, don't hesitate to reach out to us. To us, either through our website or through one of our social media platforms. We love engaging with customers. Um, and also, um, if you use code Imagine all caps, I M A G E N all caps on our our website. Um, you'll get 20% off every uh, your entire purchase. Awesome. Um, so that's a way to give back to you guys and, and Daniel's listeners. And um, yeah, we, we love engaging with you guys. Don't, don't hold back. Uh, we're here. We're here to help and grow the game.
0: All right, guys. All all right those, guys. Thanks. That's all I got today. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the follow button or wherever you get your podcast. be sure to check out our site, imagine golf.com and perfect hands golf.com. And you can check us out, both of our sites, or both of our companies, I should say, at all the social media platforms. And here's to getting you guys the game that you've always imagined. Thanks a lot, Mario. Thank you, sir.